0: No worries. Thank I you. Dive into the specifics of this in a moment. But first of all, tell me about this Office of Service Learning. Who are you folks and what do you do?
1: Yeah. So we are uh, an office on campus that helps uh, make partnerships between the campus and the community. We help faculty uh, coordinate courses where students get to put what they're learning in the classroom to work. And so I work on the, the community side of that, making partnerships. And I have colleagues that work on uh helping support faculty in that role and then we have a host of other programs uh campus kitchen, which is another food insecurity program experience u g a which brings students to campus for uh field trips but we we cover a lot of bases in our office
0: all right again this and
1: then ki- the go ahead oh sorry the, the I was going to tell you a little bit about the the nuts and bolts of the the food um community food resources website. Which is what I was
0: coordinate. about to ask. Uh, yeah, it's the community food resources database uh, housed on Engage, George. It's a platform of that office we were just discussing. All right, give us the nuts and bolts, as you say.
1: Sure. So well, the platform has been around for a while, um, it's, we're actually leveraging some technology uh, that coordinates uh, volunteer coordination, and we're using it in a, a little bit of an innovative way to list food distributions in our community. So for the past year, we've been pulling information together about different distributions that exist in our community. I have a student worker that calls those uh, organizations and verifies the details of their distribution on a monthly basis so that we keep the information accurate on the website. Uh, And then a graduate student that works on Posting that information to the website, making sure that it stays current. We also send a biweekly digest to about 300 different partners in the community, nonprofits, organizations, folks that can share that. Uh, information about upcoming distributions with individuals that are food.
0: Right, let, let's back up Josh Podvin in defined terms here. Let's, let's start with food sure. distribution sites. Now, to me and to a lot of folks, Kroger is a food distribution site. Publix is. But that's not what we're talking sure. about here. You have more than 100 on the website that deal with yeah. uh, that deal with food distributions at the moment. What are we talking about in, in, in the context of this conversation?
1: Yeah, you're looking at, there are churches that do maybe a weekly food distribution, there are food pantries that are generally available Monday through Friday or Monday through Sunday, and uh, there are nonprofits, there are businesses. Uh, There's a wide variety of folks that uh, have risen to the occasion to provide food to folks in need in the community.
0: And this website points people to them. And as I said, for May, this website, this community food resources database, listed more than 100, 108 to be precise. It occurs to me, and I'm sure you folks deal with this on a daily basis here, uh, you wouldn't have 108 food distribution sites in Athens if there wasn't the need for it. How extensive is the need? Can you quantify the need? Well,
1: um, I don't know that I could... Put a specific number on it. You know, this need was identified long before COVID. That there wasn't a centralized resource that directed folks to uh, distributions, and and really, COVID was the uh, moment where we knew that it was big enough that we needed to try and. Centralize all those distributions in one space before that it was pretty piecemeal folks would have one sheet with a handful of distributions on it and information would go out of date quickly So what we tried to do was just make it easier for those organizations to share the knowledge that they had a distribution
0: And as I understand it, uh, this database and, and you folks in the office there at UGA Working with restaurants and others around Athens to better facilitate this. Tell us how that effort goes
1: Yeah, I mean, they're the ones doing the heavy lifting of coordinating when they're going to do a distribution, preparing the meals or preparing the food boxes, having the canned goods. We really uh, try and take all that information and put it into an easy-to-use format. So our, our goal is to just provide accurate information out there so that people that are food insecure aren't having to go searching around to a lot of different locations or find that something has been canceled, uh, that they... they- their time is very valuable, and we want to make sure that they can get food when they need it.
0: Yeah, and, and should say, and Lord knows the pandemic and, and what has happened since, inflation and other factors that, that are making life tough for them also. These folks who run the restaurants and, and such facilities, they're having to deal with their own issues, and at the same time, finding time to help you in this effort here. Uh, in terms of that, in terms of getting these restaurants involved, and in terms of getting them to put the food out there such as might be available. I know there are, and I don't know what they are, and I don't know if you know what they are, but to the extent that you do, there are laws, there are regulations about what can be done with, for lack of a better word, leftover food, surplus food that that's prepared and not eaten, grocery stores, what they have, restaurants, what they have. What kind of challenges does that present?
1: I don't think we, I think I would say the majority of our food distributions are uh, non-perishable items, maybe paired with some grocery items. So the Food Bank of Northeast Georgia, uh, as you know, coordinates a lot of distributions or supports a lot of nonprofits, and they provide uh, sort of a variety of fresh and shelf-stable items. And then those restaurants that rise to the occasion, they're, they're typically preparing some sort of meal that is made in the moment. It's not necessarily things that are, are left over from their store that they're repurposing. So some will do like a soup or a sandwich or something simple, but that can be a fresh hot meal.
0: Uh, folks who want to get involved in this, help out with this effort, uh, what would they do?
1: Uh, well, I mean, our biggest call is, you know, uh, if if somebody is doing a distribution and they uh, don't see it on our, our website, that they could reach out to us at accfoodresources at com. And let us know that they have a distribution, uh, whether that's a a food pantry at their church, if it's a, uh, a meal that they provide. Our goal is just to provide as much information about upcoming distributions that we can
0: all right, again, that, that email address, accfoodresources@gmail.com. at gmail.com, if I jotted that That's down correct. correctly. Josh Podvin, the Community Food Resources Database, uh, Engage George. It's a platform on the University of Georgia's Office of Service Learning website. Uh, he's an assistant director there. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Best of luck with this effort moving forward.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.